It's gonna be a good day What would Jarek do? A Choose Your Own Adventure podcast. I'm Chad. And I'm Eric. And here we are again for another rousing adventure. Oh, it's going to be a good... I'm excited for this one. I am very excited for this one. I, uh... This was... So, Chad handed me three books to choose from, and this one was on the very top, and immediately, like, I just burst out laughing, and, like, joy was brought into my cold, dead heart, and I just was super excited to read this book. Yeah, like, uh... I don't know. That's how we have to do it now. We have so many books. Like, yeah. I choose three, and then Eric chooses one of those three, really or helps. vice versa. Uh, otherwise, it's just so overwhelming. There's just like... I mean, when you have like a hundred Choose Your Own Adventure books sitting on your bookshelf. It's crippling decisions. Thanks, Mom. Again. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't listen. You but the best. She's literally the greatest. She supports you in different ways. Um. Ooh. Sidebar. Speaking of my mother... She had a dream the other night. Mm -hmm. This is a quick story. Okay. She had a dream that I had come home to visit and uh, had brought a pet with me. And I assured her that it would just stay on my bed and she didn't need to worry about it. But she was like running around the house or like always checking in my room. And guess, guess what the pet was? Was it a chinchilla? No, it was a giant black and yellow python. (laughs) Oh, your favorite. Yeah. Like why would I ever... Like, I assured her this was not a thing that she would ever have to worry about in real life. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> it's like if Eric got a pet tarantula. Oh, God. Never going to happen. What okay. are we reading? We are reading uh, Vampire Express. Nice. Choose Your Own Adventure, book 31, written by uh, one Tony Colts. I don't think we've ever read a book it by Tony Colts. does not seem familiar to me either. Um, but I'm super excited about it. Uh, the front cover is terrifyingly awesome, including some sort of like mirror or tombstone that shoots flames out of it. What? Yeah, it's very strange. Could it be a mirror reflecting sunlight to kill the vampire? Oh, 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 maybe it very well could be because there is that. a there is a vampire uh, like keep you keep know, that recoiling in the, in the back the, of the old noodle from the flames. Very cool. Also, this says that it's a special book club edition. I don't know oh, what that means. Okay. But, well, uh, welcome to the club. That's right. We in the club now, <laughs> the special book club. Okay, well, shall we just um, sink our teeth into this wonderful story? Yeah, I think we should. Oh, yeah, we should. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we should uh, first, you know, get prepared. Yeah. As center, center yourself. Okay, deep center breaths. Center your chi. Deep breaths. Mm. <sighs> mm. Mm-hmm. Cherrick. Oh, oh that, so peaceful. I am good. I am centered for this story. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, hope it doesn't suck. Yeah. <laughs> you get it? Oh, it's so Vampires. good. Vampires. <laughs> so good. All right. We'll cut you later. Okay, everyone, we are off on our new adventure. So, um, we'll just catch up here. We are on a train in the Carpathian Mountains of Romania, 
and we're headed to visit our Uncle Andrew. Uh, he's an eccentric fellow uh, who basically hunts vampires. Uh, now, vampires are commonly known to live uh, amongst the Carpathian Mountains. This is like their number one spot to hang out. In and Romania. Like supreme, yes. It's just where they love to suck people's blood, I guess. Well, it's uh, the, really the birthplace of the vampire. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Chad knows all about it. So there you go. Count the Dracul. Oh, yes. And um, what was that place called? Dracula's Castle? Well, no, but like the town. Frank, um, no, I don't remember. Crap, it's going to come to me later. Okay. Uh, okay, well, anyway, so our uncle is like super into vampires and he's into hunting them and he is trying to seriously prove scientifically once and for all that vampires actually exist. Um, so, uh, we are now in this train headed towards our uncle with uh, a few passengers in the same car uh, as us. And they are Nina... A blonde girl about her age, and Mrs. West, her aunt. Um, she's a very tall, grand lady, like mid sixties. Uh-huh. Very posh and proper, I sure. imagine. You know. Yeah. Is she good company? Um, she's okay. She kind of talks too much, I think, and she kind of has an annoying, um, kind of nasally sound. Mm. So, but you know, not too bad as far as that goes. Not the worst person to be stuck on a train with. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Uh, but something interesting about her is she wears um, this really in- immense gold chain around her neck with this huge uh, jewel in the center of it hanging at the bottom. Um, and it's like a dark blood red, um, very uh, unique and obviously important jewel. So One can only gather, yeah. Yes, of course. Um, as we will soon learn. So the train is like making its way up and down the mountains and around these corners and... You know, it's a little precarious, and then the snow is starting to fall. But um, just to be sure that we're on, you know, uh, <clears throat> that we know exactly what we're doing, we open the letter that our Uncle Andrew sent us, and we kind of read over it, and we skim the last paragraph, which is essentially all about Mrs. West and the niece, um, Nina, and how they kind of hold the key, he thinks, to finding these vampires and their terrible and awesome powers. Because this jewel... And this painting that goes along with it somehow, um, he says, like, the missing keys to this power, and they should lead us to the vampires somehow. So the jewel and the painting are the keys to finding the vampires. Yes, exactly. This seems weird. Uh, And, of course, if we don't protect them, and if they fall into the wrong hands, we could all be in grave danger. Um, Okay. But, of course, we shouldn't be worried because we're not alone in this task. He, uh, Uncle Andrew, has been helped and has helped the gypsies around here many times. Okay, okay. Kind of have a mutually beneficial relationship. So he reminds us that wherever we find gypsies, we're going to find friends. Oh, sure. Oh, that's helpful. Um, Keep safe, you know, Uncle Andrew. So. Well, uh, that's a lot more help than some of our... Uncles Absolutely. have given us bo- for, when sending out on a quest. that was just the last paragraph of the letter. There was more to it. Can you imagine? What a handy fellow this Uncle Andrew is. I like him already. Remember that uncle from the spirit tree who was of absolutely no help? Oh, yeah. The writer who just looked yeah. up in the fire tower and was like, don't do this. And then we didn't listen to him at all. And we did it. Yeah. Yeah. He wasn't great. I like Uncle Andrew more already. Already I do. Yep. Um... So as like as it gets darker and darker uh, along this train ride, it seems that Mrs. West's jewel is growing brighter and brighter 
peculiar. And and then uh, like all of a sudden she jumps to her feet and she exclaims, "The painting's calling me! It's in danger!" And uh, we're like, "Okay." And yeah, Nina is super it, weird. Nina agrees. She's like, "Auntie, what are you talking about? You, a painting can't talk." And she's like, "Well, I can still hear it as clearly as I hear you, you dim girl." Now I'm gonna go make sure that it's safe, and so she like bolts down the the train car toward the baggage car to go check on her okay. precious painting. Yeah. Half an hour goes by and she hasn't come back. Seems a little long to have waited for her, but it's fine. At least after <laughs> half an hour, we realize that someone needs to go looking for her. So Nina goes down to the baggage car, tells us to wait here just in case she returns. Uh, Mrs. West returns, mm-hmm. and within moments, almost like Nina's back, wide-eyed, like she she can't find Mrs. West. She's she's not here. She's not on the train, which is impossible, what? right? Yeah, how could she be not on the train? She vanished. Poof. Uh, okay, so we have a choice. We have to find Mrs. West, right? Uh, so should we? More importantly, the painting and the jewel that she was wearing. Well, absolutely. Yeah, we don't really care about Mrs. West, right? <laughs> I mean, we do. We do. We care about her and the jewel and the painting. Yes, it's all very important. Right. Um, so we got to go find her. Uh, and w- what's the best way to go about that? So we got a couple options here, of course. Uh, we could go check out the baggage car and look for more clues. Maybe there's something that she didn't yeah, really Yeah, Nina missed like, it. Yeah, her, she didn't like, really like scan anything. She, she was, was like, she's not gone. here. Ah! Yeah. yeah. So we could go check out the baggage car for clues and turn to page four. Or we could question some of the other passengers on the train and see if they saw her or have any information for us that could potentially be helpful and turn to page 31. Well, the detective in me thinks that we should return to the scene of the crime. I kind of agree. Before we start questioning passengers, like what would they have seen? walking by or maybe well, i mean like if there was something suspicious going on if there's like a dining car she walked through why wasn't the painting in the cabin with us sure it could have been uncomfortable but surely it would have been right more if it was safe. Import- yeah if it was that important we should have kept it with us well maybe it's like a, 10 feet tall point. and it might, yeah, it might be enormous i don't know but I mean, the baggage car isn't too far away, and obviously, like Mrs. West has some sort of and connection to it. And it's a train. Like, it. where is it gonna go? Right. Where's she gonna go? It's a train. There's There's a finite number of places. Vampires, Chad. They took her off of the train. Finite number of places this woman could be. On the train. On the train. Off the train. There's no chance of finding her. It's pitch. The train's still going. She's thirty miles. That's what I'm saying. Down track. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's been a half an hour. She's toast. Probably I got her blood sucked. Maybe. Maybe they're after that jewel. Either Is the way, painting still there? I don't know. We got to go look. We need That's to go actually look. That's a good point. Is the we painting should go even check there? and see if is the that painting gone is in the too? baggage car. Yeah. That's a good point. Nina never said. She nope, just said her aunt didn't. was missing. Well, let's go look. Did she drop the pendant? If so, like, sayonara, Mrs. West. Let's hope Nina can use it. <laughs> you know? I don't think that like any if if somebody did like kidnap her, they wouldn't just take her. They obviously want what she has. Yeah, that's true. Like Mrs. West is great and all, but she's not the really important parts to this vampire conundrum. Um, but we're in agreement that we should go to the baggage. Oh, car. for sure. Okay, well then let's go to page four. Deal. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
So. <laughs> Tell him what happened, Eric. I'm trying to. You stop giggling over there. Uh, okay. So, the baggage car is gross. It's super disgusting. Looks like it hasn't been cleaned in years or ever, for that matter. Um, and it's empty besides all the boxes, crates, cartons, and suitcases everywhere. There's no humans and no sign of Mrs. West whatsoever. There are some footprints like smudged into the grime on the floor, but they make no sense. And I'm sure there's just so many of them that we're not going to get any good readings out of that. So, uh, Nina's like crawling around looking through the boxes and things. And we're just trying to think of like what could have possibly happened. And we're about to give up on this whole thing when Nina's like, hey, come over here. I found something. So we go over to where Nina is, and she's standing looking at this strange-looking wooden box, which I guess holds the painting, because she says, well, at least the painting is safe. And she's dust, you know, she brushed some of the dust from her sweater and jeans that she got, you know, rummaging around. Mm -hmm. She's like, well, at least we know that that's safe. And we look closer at this strange box, and it's covered in these really weird carved shapes, like ears, eyes, mouths, hands, and they're all, like, jumbled together as some sort of, like, body stew of some sort on okay. this crate. It's a yeah. super weird box. Okay. And it's kind of creepy. It gives us the willies a little bit. Um, and we're like, how in the world did you even get this weird thing? And so Nina describes how she got it from her great uncle after he died and that he got it from someone in Australia and that she's that had been in the family for almost for like so many years, as long as anybody can remember. And the box has always kept a painting, which she's never actually seen. And the carvings hide a secret lock, which she knows how to open. Um, but again, she's never opened it to see this painting. And so we're like, maybe we should look at it now. And Nina responds, I don't know. Do we have to? Like, maybe we shouldn't. Um, so we show her our uncle's letter and tell her that how, like, important it is and maybe could possibly be to our quest here, right? Right. And we're like, this painting may help us find your aunt, Nina. Like, maybe we should just look at it. And she says, well, maybe. But what if it does have terrible powers and by opening it, we're unleashing them upon ourselves and the world? Like... Maybe we should ask the gypsies for help first. Maybe they know more about it than we do, and we can always come back and open the box later. Mm -hmm. Or can you? Okay, so if we think it's better to open the box now, turn to page 8. And if we'd rather consult the gypsies first, turn to page 55. I kind of want to open that box. I mean, that's definitely the What if the, the painting's decision. not in it? What if the painting's not, what if the box is empty? That's a very good point. It is a secret combination lock, though. I, well, that Mrs. West surely oh, knew as she well. she probably does know, too. You're right. So somebody could have forced her to open the box, taken the painting, and Mrs. West, because she was the only one who knows how to use it and the amulet, and taken them all captive. Right. Somehow. Potentially. And what if, if she's in the box? We would never know unless you open it. That's this is, true. We might save her life. This is Schrodinger's cat, you know? Mm. Mm-hmm. 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 You, do you know? Yeah. Yeah. You don't Everybody know if it's, yeah, you don't know if it's, it's dead, dead or alive, alive yeah. until you open the box. Right. So. Yeah, so let's do it. I think we should open the box. I mean, I'm definitely to Just even see if the painting is still in there. Yeah. Yeah. Also, it might give us superpowers. That would be so cool. 
I'm open to whatever sort of. What thing if it's not a painting at all? Happens. What if it's the mirror on the front of the book? What if it's like a like a living painting? Ooh, like. Or what if it's that picture? What's what's that picture? The painting of Dorian Gray or something, where like his soul is stored inside of it. Dorian Gray. Yeah. Yeah. What what did I say? Dwayne, I think. Dwayne, Dwayne Gray. Oops. Well. Is that like reverse Benjamin Buttons? No, I don't think so. <laughs> That's interesting, though. They should do the Hollywood mashup. Dorian Gray versus Benjamin Button. <laughs> It'll be the new Godzilla versus Kong. <laughs> All the rage. Uh. Anyway. Yeah, so let's open this box. Oh, I think we definitely need to open this box. Yeah, let's open the box. What's in the box? <laughs> Step, Step one. Got a hole in that box. <laughs> Step three, have her open the box. Yeah, you don't want to open that box. You haven't heard to open the box. This got weird. A little bit, a little bit. But I mean, it is called Vampire Express. Yeah, I mean, so... it, was, it was bound to get weird. <laughs> yep. Bound for glory, baby. It wasn't like, oh, and then there's Mrs. West, and then we win. Yeah. Woohoo! No. Okay, um, here's what happened. Let me try to summarize it for you in three minutes or less. And go. Okay, so Nina, like, she opens the box and she starts to open it, like, pressing an ear and twisting a finger. And then she just continually picks up speed so fast that we can hardly, like, make out, like, what she's doing to open it. And suddenly, like, a crack in the box opens where we didn't even see, like, a hinge or an opening at all before. And she steps, she, like, stumbles back and she's like, the box made me do it. The box made me go that fast. She, it was, it wanted me to open it. And we're like, well, that's weird. And then, like, an invisible hinge and, like, opens and, like, the top of the box opens and we can see the painting. And it's a painting of an old man and an old woman with a table in between them on which stands a candle, a single candle. And their faces are, the candle's casting this like eerie light on their faces. Like it's almost like they're alive. And their eyes are kind of glowing with the same blood red glow of Mrs. West Pendant. And behind them is a window, and in the window is a full moon. Uh-huh. And we're kind of like... Werewolves! Transfixed by this painting. Um, and, and suddenly we realize that we've been staring at it. We jerk our heads away, and we, and we see that the painting's actually moving! Ah! Yeah, right? And uh, and then right as that happens, a door, the door to the baggage car opens and the painting stops moving. Uh, it shuts and there is a man there dressed in like a puffy white shirt and like pants and other things. And he tells us that his name is Nanush, King, uh, Prince of the Gypsies. And that his uncle sent him on the train to guard us and protect us. Not only us, but also the painting, like us and Nina and Mrs. West and the painting. And he knows all about the painting. And he says the painting is actually a painting of vampires. And to complicate matters, the two people in the painting, uh, Count Zoltan and his wife Carmilla, 
are actually on this train right now. Oh my gosh. So these two vampires, Zoltan and Carmilla, are on the train. Yeah. Um, and he says that the painting is actually the secret to killing the vampires. Mm. Like the painting can kill vampires. Mm-hmm. So, but none of us know how to use it. He doesn't know how to use it. We don't know how to use it. He says the only person who would know how to use it would be Uncle Andrew, of right, course. Right, right. Or the like high priestess of their village um, who can consult with the old ones who could tell us how to use the painting to kill the vampires. Right. So here's our choices. Let me tell you. We could uh, go to the gypsy camp and then and consult uh, La- Layuba. Layuba is, is the high, the high, the high priestess, priestess okay. um, on how to use the painting. So we could take the painting to the gypsy camp. Or we could wait till the next stop, call Uncle Andrew, um, figure out how to use the painting, and then follow Zoltan and his wife back to their castle. So if we decide to contact Uncle Andrew, we turn to page 22. If we decide to take the painting to the gypsy camp, we turn to page 64. Ooh, okay. I feel like if we go to the gypsy camp, we are pretty much giving up on Mrs. West. Maybe. Feels a little bit like that to me, which I'm not saying is necessarily a terrible thing, but I mean, now that we, that we know there's vampires about. on on the Vampire Express, uh, right. good chance they have Mrs. West. There's a decent chance that she is very much on this train with them. Absolutely. Um, and if we stay on the train long enough to the next stop, there is a chance that we could have some sort of encounter. Um, you know, for good uh-huh. or for bad. Um, sure. Honestly, I think I'm leaning more towards staying on the train and waiting and talking with Uncle Andrew. That's kind of what I want to do, but I don't really know why. I kind of feel like now that we know that there's vampires on the train, like our mission has almost increased in like scope. Right. Like now, okay, we need to guard the painting. We need to figure out how to use the painting, but also we need to keep an eye on these vampires because right. Uncle Andrew's trying to prove that vampires exist. And if there's actual vampires on this train, right. like might be dangerous. Bob's your but uncle. We should hang out. Yeah, we you should know, hang like, around. Yeah, we knew we were getting into some danger when we came on this expedition. Right. We didn't expect it to be so soon. You know, we weren't on like a teddy bear hunt. Right. That'd be fun. We're on a vampire hunt. You know? Right. Yeah. No. Van Helsing style, you know? Totally good. What it. would WWVHD? Oh, he would hunt those vampires. Man. Right? Yeah, he would slice them dead. So I think we should stay on the train and then try to phone Andrew, but also, like, keep our heads on the swivel. For you sure. know what I oh, mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I think that's a good plan. Also, I really think we should relocate this painting to our cabin. And put Hanush guarding the door. Yep, that'd be good. I'm sure he's got some other gypsy buddies on the train, too. So we got Potentially. A little, of, a little bit of backup, perhaps. Potentially. Uh, okay, so we'll hang out on the train. Uh-huh. And we'll call Uncle Andrew at the next stop. Let's do it. Okay. Well. I'm perplexed. Chad's perplexed. I mean, it's a real conundrum. Yeah, on this choice. Yeah, mm. it's a real humdinger. I kind of agree with that. Uh, but first, we must catch you up. So, 
Yeah, I'm going to ponder. You Go ponder, ahead. and Go I ahead. will speak away. So, um, we cut immediately to stepping off of the train and calling our Uncle Andrew. We are uh, kind of thrilled to be off of the train, because it's been a little bit of a treacherous ride, obviously. Yeah, and like people um, vanished, and there's vampires right. and ghost yeah, paintings. Yeah, it's a bit of an ordeal, but it's fine, whatever. We're totally cool about it. We keep our cool. So, uh, we call our uncle, and he tells us to take the painting to an inn in a nearby village and wait for him there, which we do. And the next morning, uh, as the you know the snow-covered ground is beautiful and lovely, and it's very quiet yeah. and still, and Uncle Andrew rides up on his horse, and he carry and you know he has a couple extra horses with him, and then a horse with supplies and equipment and everything for our um, adventure, I guess. And uh, last time we saw him, he was like clean-shaven and you know pretty healthy-looking. But now he's got a big bushy silver beard, and he's plump and red-faced, and he's got fringes of white hair all, all around the top of his domed head. Um, so a little bit different, but still the same old Uncle Andrew, uh, which is wonderful. So uh, immediately he promises Nina that we're going to try and find your aunt, obviously. Um, but also, like, you know, we got to do what we got to do. And he thinks right. that we're going to prove the existence of vampires real soon here. Real soon. So did we tell him about the vampires on the train? We it didn't. Apparently, we've moved on from that. So like that's <laughs> not a thing anymore. <laughs> uh, so we all mount up and we're heading up a dangerously steep mountain trail on our horses. And later we find ourselves cantering through a dark wooded valley. And here we hear snarls and howls behind us. And we like turn in our saddles and we're looking around and. Sure enough, it's wolves, says Nina. Or, sorry, Nanush said that. Sometimes it's hard to get their voices. You know, it's Nanush kind of sounds... Yeah, never mind. Okay, so, we're on our horses and there's wolves! And they're getting closer. And our horses are snorting with fear. And Uncle Andrew's like, we just gotta run for it! So, we, you know, we book on our horseback and we get through the woods. And uh, behind us we hear this stumble and a thud. But we don't really realize what's happened until Nina's horse runs up beside us without Nina on it. So Nina's been thrown from her horse, and, and so we say, Stop! Nina's been thrown, we gotta go back and find her! So immediately we all turn back to look for Nina, but now a mysterious thick cloud uh, has, like, blanketed the entire woods. Yeah, she did. And we're confused, you know, <laughs> like, what's going on? What's this? And Anush is like, we call it the vampire fog. And it appears just like that! And he snaps his fingers and, you know, and like, you can get lost in it for days. We may never find Nina now. But, uh, you know, we try and search for her over the next, you know, 20 minutes or so, calling her name. But the fog seems to swallow our voices. And there's just no trace of her anywhere. And so, finally, Andrew calls it and he says, I don't think we're going to find her. Oh, we got to keep moving because we might get lost too if we hang out much longer. And we need to get to the vampire's castle with this painting. We can return for Nina after the fog lifts, right? No big deal. We can always come back for her. She's fine. There weren't any wolves. It's no big deal. We're not totally swayed by that. We're still very concerned for Nina because she was on foot. She didn't have any sort of, you know, help. Um, and then she tries to calm our nerves saying, you know, the wolves are just as screwed in this fog as we are. If she climbs a tree, probably going to be fine. She's a smart girl. She can handle herself. Uh, and Uncle Andrew is super nice about it. He says, look, I understand if you want to stay and search for Nina, 
But if you want to come with us to the castle, you better come with us now. So that's her choice. If we stay and look for Nina, turn to page 54. If we go with Andrew and Nanosh, turn to page 69. Chad. Hi. Are you still perplexed? No, I think I've gained some clarity. Do you, you want to know what it is? Well, I do. I'm glad I could help. You know, it's obviously I guess it's my, a my great reiteration of the audio text. podcast. So you can't yeah, read you my should, thoughts. Should I should probably use my words. Yeah, verbally express what you're thinking. <laughs> uh, I think that we should just go with Uncle Andrew to the vampire castle. Yep. And one, I think Nina's probably one already dead or two has been taken prisoner by the vampires along with her aunt. Probably find her in the castle. Honestly, that's my guess. It's not a bad guess. I don't think we're going to find her out here for sure. And and I think if we go to try to find her, this whole like vamp killing the vampire plot is done. Like we find yeah. Nina end of book. Yeah. That's probably true. Or we don't in end of book. Right. Or maybe it'd be fun. It might be, but I really kind of want to kill a vampire with a magic painting. Yeah, I get you. I get you. (laughs) No, I agree. Yeah, no, we should we should press onward. I think Nina would want us to. Right. Plus, we've known her for like what five minutes. You know, about thirty right now. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, So close. I mean. (laughs) <laughs> oh, you didn't really find yeah. it. You Bye, weren't, Felicia. You weren't super attached to you know. Nina. <laughs> Bye, Felicia. That's what I had to say about Nina. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, so long, Nina. We're going to keep on moving. Sorry. Hope you're alive. Uh, did she have a magic necklace or later. No. magic painting? Yeah. She wasn't important. It's fine. All she knew how to do was open the box, and it's already open. <laughs> That's true. She, she served she her. She did her important she bit. She served her purpose. The plot doesn't need her anymore. Goodbye. All right. Maybe she'll circle around, circle around later as I like a vampire. So. If we could like save her, that would maybe, be cool. By maybe, maybe we'll see her later, but she's already been turned into a vampire. Oh crap! Then we have to fight her and kill yeah, her. Yeah, like in that one Scooby Doo. What? Huh? I'll tell you later. Okay, I want to know about it. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm intrigued. You say Scooby Doo, I say what? <laughs> Okay, so we're Daph- gonna. <laughs> Daphne was a vampire. <laughs> Daphne? Yeah. No. Uh huh. But, but why? She's. I don't know, man. That's the mystery. I bet they saved her. They saved her. She didn't stay a vampire. Okay, we're gonna turn to page sixty-nine and go with Andrew and Nanosh. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> we might be in trouble now, Chad. <laughs> okay. So, uh, pretty quick turnaround here. I thought it was going to be an ending for sure. I know, yeah. it was short, and I'm like, well, shit. <laughs> it's like, not too much to read here. Oh, boy. Usually not a good sign. But this time, not so bad. Uh, so, we call Nina's name one last time. And we get no response. Nina! So, well, see ya. Okay, bye. Uh, we sadly turn to follow Nanosh and Andrew. Sadly, Chad. Sadly. Oh, sa- right. Yes. Oh. <clears throat> Yes, oh, that's, that's too bad. That was better. <laughs> See you later. Or not. <laughs> Have a nice life. Or not. Uh, Sadly. Yeah. So we leave. And when the fog is far behind us, we round this bend and we see the evil looking castle ruin silhouetted against the evening sky. 
and the ramparts and the battlements are crumbling it's old and it's you know there's only one of the original towers still standing in the castle and so it's seen better days for sure and when we reach the castle we find the gate closed and locked and andrew tugs in the rusty bell chain but we only hear laughter <clears throat> excuse me we only hear laughter no burps just laughter uh, and we look more closely at the rundown wall that kind of surrounds the whole uh, castle area. And there's definitely some holes and cracks and things in it. And we think we can probably climb it. And so w that's what we offer. We're like, look, uncle, I can climb this wall right now. And, we can, and I can open the gate from the inside. And we can attack the vampires immediately. And they're both like, mm, I don't know, too risky maybe. Hmm, better wait till morning when the vampires are asleep. Right, that makes sense. I mean, that's a little that's, vampire hunting 101, yeah. That's yeah. pretty much a good... No, that, that's a solid plan. Uh, and we know that they're probably right, but we're tired of waiting. So, yeah, we're growing a uh, little impatient. We're definitely impatient, yeah. We keep losing comrades, and we're just like, let's get this over with. So if we take their advice and wait till the morning, turn to page 90. Or if we climb the wall when Andrew and Nanash are asleep, we turn to page 95. Um, Chad, one of these options makes a ton more sense than the other one. Yep. One of these options sounds like a heck of a lot more fun than the other one. Yep. And I think I'm feeling like having some fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You want to climb that wall? I really kind of do. By yourself? Yes, in the middle Without of the night. any help? Yes. I do. And I don't know why. It's so, like, this. this is so ridiculous. That, like, somebody would even think of that. Like, this is a good idea. Right. Right. Like, I'm going to do this by myself right now. Great plan, me. Love it. Uh, yeah, solid like, plan. The audacity Absol of it, dude. Absolutely like, nothing the, could go wrong here. The balls to just climb a wall into vampire-occupied territory at midnight by yourself. I mean, like, they would never see that coming. Who The vampires would be like, no. Yeah. Nobody's ever coming here now. No. Not when we're at our no, strongest. never. And even if they do see us, they'd be like, who is this human who's trying to come up in here right now? Oh my gosh, he's cool. Let's hang out with him. <laughs> they'd at least turn us into a vampire. They won't suck all of our blood to make us dead. You know, they'd, they'd be like, who's this guy? He seems cool. Let's make him one of our own. No, let's do it. I mean, I'm in. Whatever. Sweet. Yeah. No. Okay. Let's have some fun. Let's climb this wall, man. Let's climb a wall. Okay. Let's do it. Oh! <laughs> oh! <laughs> Who thought that was a good idea? You did. Of you wanted the, to do this. Ooh, this was 100%. Horrific ways to go. This was 100% This is a book Eric. about vampires. Why are there spiders in here, man? Spoiler! I'm sorry, but straight I up. I could have gotten there. I'm so sorry. I've ruined everything. Well, let me tell you what happened with us and these spiders. <sighs> so we start climbing the wall. No big deal. Easy cheesy. And uh, it gets a little rougher the further up that we go. Um, but, you know, we, we're making our way and, uh, just as we're reaching the top of the wall, which must be really high. Like right. I was picturing like a, a 10 foot, maybe. like maybe eight foot wall, yeah. but it must be like 20 feet. I don't know. Solid 16 feet. Anyway, 
we put our hand on that top ledge and we feel something bite us. And it's like flames are shooting up our arm. And then we feel another bite and another bite. And they're not vampires. And, and we peek. We finally managed to like poke our head over the wall to see thousands of hairy black spiders <sighs> lunging at us, biting us left and right, bite after bite after bite until the pain overcomes us and we let go of the wall. And for us, it is the end. Okay, well, he doesn't actually specify how. Like, did the fall kill us? Was it I'm spider it was venom? A combination of both. Yeah, if the fall didn't kill we, us, like, we were going to be like, dead. You soon. know, Tony left that to our imagination. Yeah, a no, it bit. was no. The way he he ended it was very nice. It was a little poetic, really. But um, spiders? Why? I don't understand. I don't know, but I feel like it was some sweet, sweet poetic justice. I, maybe. Yeah, I was so gung ho about it, and then spiders. Okay, it's fine. It's fine. Well, okay, we have come to our first ending. Um, yeah. The audacity of that plan did not really go our way. Um, so so yeah, we can go idea. back to a lot of different choices. Here's we made quite here a few choices. here's what I would like to do though. Yeah. Let me just toss this out there. Okay. I just kind of want to do the other half of this choice. Actually, you, you know want, what I mean? Okay, just like wait, going? like yeah. I feel like we're on a good arc. Okay. And uh, let's just wait till morning. Like we probably should have been the first place. That's, that's a fair point. That was and, the wise and like decision. see what happens. If I hadn't, yeah, no, for sure. Let's do it. Because I'm the totally only other that. one that I really feel like would be cool would be like maybe going to the gypsy camp or potentially questioning the passengers. Going clear the, back at the very beginning. Going to the gypsy camp, I thought would be interesting, perhaps. But I agree. Like we're on kind of a certain. We're story standing path in here. front of a vampire castle. Yeah, like we have an opportunity to do something really cool. You so, know. Uh, yeah, I think we should. Yeah, let's just move forward. I agree with that. Okay. Yeah. So uh, we're gonna wait till morning. Yes. On page ninety. Perfect. Okay. okay. Sounds good. It. <laughs> so uh so chad how many bad decisions you want to make tonight i all of them all of them I'm so all bad. of them I all of the bad decisions kind of that's kind of my mood that. right now oh my gosh okay well catch the folks up and then i um, think we might know what we want so to we do. make a smart choice here and, and stay <laughs> in the camp till dawn yeah can you believe that we all like like we we made a fire, we had a hearty meal of like sausage so, yeah. and beans, beans and like pancakes. pancake bread. Yeah. Yeah. And such um, the right decision to make. And then we decided to take the first watch because there's no way we could sleep right now. Honestly, like trying to sleep honestly scares us more than trying to stay awake. And so yeah. I don't know about you, but I don't think I could sleep very well next to a vampire's castle. Right? Like you'd be oh. I mean, granted, like somebody's staying up and keeping watch, but yeah, still, still, like I don't know if I'd fall asleep. And uh, anyway, and we got this creepy ghost painting with us. Anyway, so mm. we hear a uh, uh, scuttling about in the darkness, um, kind of like a dog chewing on a bone. We hear some like rocks falling, so we silently get the flashlight from the supplies that Uncle Andrew brought. And we, like, stealthily walk towards the direction where we're hearing the sounds. And just as we feel like we're far enough away to be able to, like, 
get up on this thing. We flick on the flashlight and we kind of whip it about and we see a pile of broken rocks. And then we see a, a little man. He's like a little bent over, like ugly, misshapen, like little man. Gollum. Gollum. Like that, only more trolly. Oh, more trolly. Yeah, there's a photo in the book. Oh, can I see it? Uh, later in a minute. Oh, I'm trying oh, to oh. paint a word so, picture. Okay. Uh, so for a second, <laughs> <laughs> didn't mean to disturb your word picture. For a second, we we lock eyes, us and the little man. Yeah. And then he scurries off into the darkness. Ooh, baby, I love you way every day. Will be with you night and day. day. Yeah. Yeah. So. And then he scurries off in the darkness. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I got it. I was a little like, why are we singing this song? It was the, it was the eye lock. It yeah, was the right? eye lock. Yeah, it was, the, it was that moment. It was that, it was that moment. That magic movie moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was Cherik and the creepy disfigured small creature. You're my Troll. endless love. <laughs> that one? Like, that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. What? Friends listen to endless love in the dark? Anyway, um, so our choice here is we could uh, follow and chase after the little man, uh, perhaps finding another way into the castle. Mm -hmm. Um, Or if we do, maybe we uh, could find ourselves in a trap. Right. Potentially. Uh, um, So if we return to the campsite, we turn to page 50. Uh, If we go after little man, we turn to page six. <clears throat> so, Eric, have so, you given this some um, back to my first consideration? Question, yes. Um, how many bad decisions do you want to make? Because I think the- I feel like we get at least two. <laughs> right? Yeah, we at least have one more. That's a fair point. That's a fair point. We get at least two bad decisions. I think this might be our I second one. I feel like one. if this is an ending, though, we're kind of screwed because we don't have another choice to go back to. That's true. But like this could be it. But what if we do find a way into the castle? What if this little man? Like, what if he's like an ally? Like that's what I'm saying. Like first of all, who is he? Why is he in this vampire castle? I feel like s- vampire servant. Maybe. Igor-ish. Yeah. Okay. 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 Dobby. Like house Dobby, elf. Dobby, house sort of elf. Thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Which in that case, that'd be a great ally against the vampires. Sure. He might know all kinds of secrets. He probably does. If he's that. And he was just trying to find some food. He eats rocks. Uh, also, could be strangely weird adopted kid of the vampire family. Um, who is super loyal and will betray us? us. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't get that vibe from him, though. No, from our little, from, from our, from our, <laughs> our moment. Eye, yeah, from, from our moment. From our lock. He did have pretty innocent eyes. <laughs> yeah, they were kind of dreamy. That, very, very oh, blue. that reminded me of another, another song. I don't remember. The, I can't. I can't sing it, it right reminded now. Reminded you of a song that you can't remember? No, it's like. Well, one, there, yeah, I've never, there's this Crystal Gale song about like turning my brown eyes blue. But gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I feel like there's another song that's like by, I don't know, Elton John or something, um, something about blue eyes or something. It's Brown Eyed Girl. Brown Eyed Girl. That's not Elton John. No, that's no. not it. No, definitely not. Okay. Well, I think that we should follow this little guy. I think we should probably follow this little man. <laughs> like, it could be an awful idea, but I just don't think so. The potential benefits may be offset the potentially <coughs> hazardous 
conditions that this will present us. Yeah. It kind of <laughs> looks like he's eating bones in this oh, picture. Can I see the picture now? Yeah. Jeez. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Gross. <laughs> I did not envision him with so much hair everywhere. I said trolley. I guess you did. I, when you say trolley, you said I don't think hair, though. Ugh, okay, well, just know that uh, he's really not good looking and that. Not even now, a little bit. Now my movie magic moment really kind of freaks me out a little bit. Uh, but, okay, well, we're going to follow after him nonetheless, though, and turn to page six. Okay. Screw you, Eric. What? Why me? You read it. Well, it's not my fault just because Leading I read it. Leading me on down this, like, Haven't you ever heard Don't Shoot path, the Messenger? Glorious path to, like, what was going to be something super cool. It was super cool. Could have been cooler. Well, look, things could always be cooler. Cool your jets, bro. I'm going to cool your jets. You know what? You just cool your jets and I'm, I'm going to catch eat these a folks chocolate. up. To, well, you do that. You do that. Because I'm going to catch everybody up. Okay, so. So we creep around the corner where we last saw the ugly little man, right? And uh, our flashlight catches him opening a small door in the wall of the castle. And sure enough, it's unlocked when we reach it, so we go inside. Of course, why not? And the ceiling is so low, we have to duck our head a little bit. <clears throat> the door slams behind us. And there's this unpleasant barking laugh, it says. And it's just a really unnerving <laughs> noise. Yeah, it's not good. And we're about to, like, turn and investigate when something grabs our flashlight and chucks it against the wall and it smashes off. And now it's so dark, darker than the tombs. And we're, like, whirling around and we see a pair of red eyes and then a second pair and a third pair and a fourth pair. And there seem to be so many of them. And then there's this awful, poisonous, hideous stench, like rotting meat. And so we blindly Sorry. blunder forward. Yeah, thanks, Chad. Thanks. <laughs> I had a feeling it was you. <laughs> and so we're moving forward and we're keeping one hand against the wall to try and help guide our way. And we just keep going and we reach a stairway and we begin to climb upwards. And it's a deep or it, it's a steep twisting spiral, which we're thankful for because we don't get to see the red eyes behind us anymore. Yeah. We're moving. We're moving so fast. And like eventually, so fast. The outer wall disappears, and it just leaves open spaces, which we imagine as terrifyingly endless openings beneath us, and there's these huge, deep caverns if we fall off these stairs. So, let's not do that. Note to self. Uh, and below us is, like, these awful noises, like two huge creatures battling in a swimming pool full of jello or something. Really strange. Um... <laughs> They're thrashing about wildly. It's very odd. And if we could see what was happening, I'm sure it would be super cool. But we can't. So we keep moving forward. And, uh, and our foot presses down on a stone step and it like tilts back. And we almost lose our balance and fall backwards into the jello pile. Uh, but then we regain our balance and we move forward. Um, and so we reach the top of the staircase. Yeah. And there's a doorway. Huzzah! And it opens up into a luxurious room, which is brightly lit by candles. Hundreds and hundreds of candles. There's a dining room table with no food except for one place set for supper, and two people smile graciously at us from across the table. Ooh, who are they? Ooh, 
Let me guess. Okay. Mrs. West and Nina. No. The people who are behind it all along. False. It's Count Zoltan and Countess Carmilla. Shit. And Carmilla is smiling. She's like, you ought to be congratulated. You are the first mortal to ever survive the corridor of death. I'm like, yes. And so, yeah, we're like pretty happy Screw with ourselves. Screw you, Corridor of Death. And Zoltan. Check one, COD zero. Yeah, boom, boom, he's boom, like, boom, he's impressed boom, too. Boom. He says, yes, the others die of fright. Can you imagine? He, and he chuckles. He's like, please sit. We've prepared supper for you. It's not every day a mortal, you know, makes it all the way up to our dining room. And we're like, ha ha. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and Carmilla decides that. She's like, hmm. Too bad. You have a long journey ahead of you. And so now we're kind of scared again. And Zoltan um, offers, he says, You are strong. <laughs> strong enough to survive our corridor of terror. And we do not destroy the strong, he says. But we cannot allow you to remember who we are. And so he rises from his chair and he lifts his arms high over his head. And suddenly we're at home watching the uh, television and on screen there are four horseback riders uh, going up a narrow road through gloomy mountains and they arrive at this ancient ruined castle and we feel like we've seen it before but have we been there how have we been there when have we been there and who are they and how do we know this and the memory eludes us the end It was definitely one of those endings that like lead you down a path that you think you're going somewhere, and then it, yeah. just, it ends. Yeah, it, it was, and then it was one of those. It was it was all a dream. Yeah, like was, screw you, it was all a dream. Well, it wasn't a dream. They but, just they, well, they took yeah, our memory. Know, we just don't know I anything. Know, but you know. it's in that realm. I mean, that's a pretty tricky vampire thing to do. Yeah, but also it's just such like a classic overplayed trope. You well, know, I suppose that's true. Would you rather we have just been, you know, bu- brutally murdered? Yep. Oh. 100%. Would okay. have been rather well, brutally murdered by vampires and be dead. That okay. would have been way cooler. Well, might have Tossed made for a better pit. story. You but... don't go down. We don't make it down the corridor of death. And then it's like, an. it was only a dream. You know what? I think you're really looking at like the the wrong side of this look at the, the silver lining really we survived about like any book or mo- an encounter with vampires bro i just get really annoyed by any book or movie who was just like and it wasn't really real or was it i don't know oh yeah you don't like that it pissed me off well okay so this is not your favorite ending but it's okay because we like have one that more choice Nick cage movie uh knowing oh yeah hate that movie well that's a major no i love that movie yeah until the very end until the very end yeah yeah, it wasn't a dream in that movie. FYI, no, it was no dream. But, but yeah, the, you know, the but, but you know, little, you know yeah, what I mean. Strange, like those yeah. kind. It was like I get you. Seriously. Yep. 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 Seriously. Yep. Where you kind of get that look on your face, you're like, totally understand. Seriously. Yeah, the last twenty minutes of that movie don't make any sense. <laughs> like I was totally into this movie, and then now I'm not, and now I'm immediately yep. like, come on, nope, kids, get you. I get you. Well, we've only got one choice left, Yeah, I Chad. guess we got to go to the camp. Got to go back to the camp. Um, uh, it's funny how we keep making the fun choices and we die. That's and then, so weird. And then we make the responsible choices and, and we, we live forward. for another yeah. choice. Well, all right. Well, let's go back to the camp one more time and see how that does us. Okay. 
where did we start? So we camp? went back to the camp. We went yeah. back to the camp. We went back to the camp. We wake Nanoosh at the end of our shift. We tell him about the little man. He says, oh, whew. well, maybe he was trying to spy on us, but it's a good, it could have been a trap. You know, good thing you just came back here. I'll keep an eye out. And he keeps, you know, starts to think about like, you know, the ways, you know, maybe where he could track this little man or something. And, you know, his wheels are turning. We're like, fuck it, dude. Like we're going to sleep. And um, so we go to sleep. And then we're awakened to like Uncle Andrew shaking us violently. And he's like, get up, get up, get up, get up, get up, get up, get up. We got to go. We got to go. We got to go. We're like, oh, God, what time is it? And he's like, it's six o'clock. We have to go right now. If we strike right before dawn when the vampires are at their weakest, we can get him. He's like, I'm going to grab the pin and you grab the noose. Let's get out of here. And so we scurry through the gate, which has already been opened somehow. And it's not important. And we go to the castle tower. Around the tower is a spiral staircase at the top of which about halfway up is a doorway. So we take the painting. Andrew is holding the painting in front of him. Nanush and us follow behind up the stairway. About when we're almost to the top, the door flings open. And and it's the Count and Countess. (gasps) And the Countess... Do you know what she's wearing? What? No, she's not wearing that gem. She's wearing the bloodstone. Oh, no. It glows. Mrs. West? It glows violently around her neck. Like, just this bright red. Oh, it's creepy. Nice. And and Count, Count Zoltan says, uh... Now that we have the bloodstone, which was lost to us for centuries back in our possession, that painting holds no power over us. Good luck, mortals. <laughs> and we're like, well, we're going to need that luck, but it ain't going to stop us from trying, you little bitch of a vampire. And so Andrew holds up the painting. That's right. And from the painting, like, uh, like I can't really, it's so weird, like... uh lightning i guess comes from it like See, it multicolored like, like rainbow lightning. bolts of lightning like think about all the pigments in the painting like leaping out of the painting in in lightning uh you know like coming out at us yeah okay and um anyway or not coming out at us, coming out at the vampires. And then simultaneously, from the bloodstone, the vampires, uh, you know, like a, a bright light shines out of the necklace. It's almost like a big red shield. Like a ball of red light okay, shielding Okay, do you them. guys remember uh, that part in Harry Potter um, and the Goblet of Fire at the end? Spoiler alert. Where Harry's wand and Voldemort's wand like kind of meet. Okay. You know what I mean? And like Voldemort's is like red light coming at him and Harry's is like white light and it's like pushing back and forth and it's pushing back and forth. Right. Okay. It's like that. Yes. Only crazier. Yeah. It's like happening all over in between like. (laughs) And Andrew's like, I need your help. I need your help. And so, oh, also just like in Harry Potter where like all his like ghost people who died came back and like helped him be stronger so he could like escape. That happened? Yeah. Anyway, it was love, you know, (laughs) love magic. Anyway, 
Andrew's like, Nanoush, Cherik, I need your help. Grab onto the painting, and you really have to believe that we can kill them. You have to, every part of your being has to believe that this painting will work and that we can defeat the vampires. So cheesy. <coughs> all I can think of is like Elf, when they're like, you weren't singing the Santa song to get all the Christmas people yeah. back. Uh-huh. And so, yeah, it's like Chris singing a Christmas tune. The best way to spread Christmas cheer is, is to sing a song for, for all, all to, to hear. hear. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So the best way to destroy vampires is... To believe with all your heart that they're going to die with fire. So we grab on, the light from the painting surges forward, the, you know, and then we're locked in this battle. And, like, I guess nobody really notices, like, how much time has passed. Right, so, like, we're epically doing our, like, energy battle out between these two magical objects. So, like, as we're, as we're dueling, uh... The sun comes up. The sun will come out tomorrow. Bet your bottom dollars that tomorrow we'll kill the vampires with our magical powers. So as the sun comes up, the power of the bloodstone fades and two brilliant white. And it seems to also like energize the painting yeah like the, the simultaneously painting new life with the fresh sunshine and two brilliant white lights zip out of the painting pizzow, pizzow. attacking the vampires <laughs> and and just leaving piles of sulfurous <laughs> dust in their wake huzzah hooray we did it bum, 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 bum. Those vampires are dead. Uh, but then other things happen. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Other things? Please do tell us. <laughs> Sorry, I had to get a drink of water. Um, So, it, yeah. And that's right. Water. Kids. Huh? What do you think about that? Not uh, not beers. Yes, delicious, not sweet. Not water mixed water. with alcohol. Just delicious, sweet, plain old H2O. Oh, baby. Um, Which would come as a shock to many of you. <laughs> Long-time listeners of the pod. Even me. I'm churning a new leaf. <laughs> Going clean in 2019. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, we searched the so castle. So, we searched the castle for our missing friends, Mrs. West, Nina. Like, we're like, surely they're here. At least Mrs. West is here. They mm. had the pendant. Sure enough. We find, yeah, we find Mrs. West. Like, she's fine. A little bossy. Kind of annoyed. So, it's her. So it's Mrs. West. She's totally, totally perfectly fine. And uh, then just as she's asking what happened to Nina and we're telling her about the wolves and the vampire mist and yada, yada, yada. She's like, we should go get. And then like Nina comes strolling up and tells all of us about how she escaped the wolves by climbing a tree, just like the said. Mm -hmm. And she found her horse and came to help us. But I guess she got here just after. All the know, excitement. Yeah. All the excitement. She just missed it. <coughs> And Uncle Andrew pulls out his camera from his pack to commemorate, uh, you know, the victory. Yeah. And so he gets all of us together for a photo. Selfie time. You know, big smiles all around. Uh, you know, clicks. The, it's an old timey camera. <laughs> and uh, with a flash bulb, right. you know. Yep. So like the flash bulbs go off. Um, and then if, fast forward, fast forward uh, a few months later. Us and Uncle Andrew back in Uncle Andrew's house in the States. Mm -hmm. And we're kind of recounting our tales, like developing 
the film from you know the journey right, he has pictures adventure. of castles like pictures of the gypsy camps like it's all really pretty we get to developing the pictures uh of us at the end in the count and countess's castle mm-hmm. and and the real peculiar thing is that um nina's not in any of them but we swear she was literally what? standing right next to us what she's missing the end dum 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 Ooh, i love it yeah i love a good ending um i added that last little bit yeah but it's such a great bit i know like the ending the real ending of the book was like us taking a photo and we win the end i really like that's where i thought things were going i was like oh my gosh and then the photo and so yeah chad added that because that's really that's the true ending of the book i think is that that's it right there so we did it guys we defeated the vampires even after all those awfully uh irresponsible decisions we made look at us woohoo uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. We did it. But we didn't prove they exist, I guess. I mean, we killed them. Well, I mean, we proved that they existed by killing them, I think. Yeah, but we can't prove it to anybody else in the scientific community. That's true. There was a little bit of, like, there did seem to be two different goals. Yeah. Like, he wanted to prove it scientifically that they existed, but then we spent the whole time trying to destroy them. Yeah. That's a little interesting. It yeah, is kind of odd. Peculiar. But, um, nonetheless, I mean, we no, it was a we fun book. It. Yeah, fun it book. I like that fun. book. It was, it was a fun really book. Fun. I, re- I thoroughly enjoyed myself. I love a good vampire tale. Yeah, it was great. I love the train aspect. I love the vampires. That was spectacular. Uh, very, very well done. Did you learn anything? I think, you know, however obvious this might be, like sometimes there are clearly choices. That are probably foolish and stupid. Um, and you should probably usually follow your gut and instinct on that. Uh-huh. Um, you know, it's interesting in these books. Like, sometimes the gutsy decisions really do pay off for they you. They do, yeah. And in this book, neither of them did. But I think th- that was kind of in a very realistic way. Like, both of those options were kind of foolish, yeah, um, no, the Dobby creature, though, he could have helped us. He could have. That one probably had more potential than than the going over the wall alone at midnight <laughs> yeah. um, plan. But that yeah, a little... I think just like, you know. But if you don't take those chances, like, you'll never know. Sometimes, well, absolutely, you're right. But also, like, trust your companions, trust your gut, and know, like, maybe what's like, too much or what's too And, like, too far, when to or... make those gutsy choices yeah, and exactly. when do you need to just hold Well, back. and when to go it alone. Like, why go it alone when you have people there with you to True. help yeah. out and to, you know, be there for you. So, yeah, you know, like that. I think that's what I learned. No, yeah, that's a good one. What did you learn? I echo it. No, I, yeah, no, I echo your sentiment. Uh, I also learned, Chad. Yeah. To don't hesitate because your love won't wait. (laughs) Ooh, baby, I love love you way. Want to tell you I love you way. Every day. <laughs> Wanna be with you night and day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Ooh, maybe I love you way. <laughs> Shadows grow so long before uh, my eyes. Yeah, that's such a great song. It's a classic, man. Frampton? 
Frampton. Nice. Peter Frampton. Yeah, he's great. I, I love Frampton. Brilliant. He's so great. Okay, well, uh, uh, let's I guess wrap it that up. Concludes this adventure, y'all. Just uh, a one parter. Yeah, yeah, just a simple one and done episode <laughs> today, everybody. Uh, you're no, uh, we yeah, didn't record for welcome. three yeah, and a half this, hours. This is so much nicer. How reasonable! We actually get to bed on time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, time. we're old. Ah, uh, yeah, whatever. It's fine. Uh, embrace it, man. Right. I like being old. Yeah, it's fine. It's cool. I don't get carded anymore. <laughs> There you go. It's got all sorts of perks. Yeah. Uh, well, anyways, hope you enjoyed the adventure, everybody. Yeah, no, uh, it Thank was you fun. very much I enjoyed for listening. It. Thanks for listening. Thanks to all our friends who make this podcast Absolutely. happen. Yes. Couldn't do it without you. Uh, if you want to learn more about those friends, visit us on the line at cherrypodcast.com. That's brilliant. Cherrypodcast.com. Again. Uh, As so, yeah. always, I have been Chad. And I am Eric. And together, we have been Cherrypodcast. Bye, y'all.